0: Have you ever had that strange feeling that there is major change coming and now is the time to be prepared? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Say what you want, but I've never lived in a time like we're living in today. I look at what goes on in the White House here in our nation, in Washington, D.C. It's a freak show. It's an absolute reprobate freak show when you have when you have the the press secretary literally threatening parents that the federal government may have to get involved if, if you're not affirming your little child's desire to change their gender what kind of evil and utter sickness is this Disney something we could trust Like 50 years ago, when when I was graduating high school, 60 years ago, when I was watching the wonderful world of Disney, now today it is run by perverts. It is run by pedophiles. It is run by groomers that seek to destroy your children. And they want to profit in the process. This is not the world that I knew growing up. People saying the things that they do, and I'm not trying to be partisan, but I'll just for the moment leave it at this for those in the United States. By the way, you have a freak show in Ottawa too, in Canada. Face it, you really do. There's a freak show literally in every Western nation that has walked away from the principles outlined in scripture, abandoned their faith, cursed God, ...and have literally sold their souls. We are living in a very, very precarious time. As I said, the likes that I've never seen before in my life. If, let's go back. If John F. Kennedy's or Lyndon Johnson's press secretary... ...was to announce in a press conference that we need to deal with parents that would not be gender-affirming to minor children. As somebody aptly pointed out, we don't let children drink until they're 21 years of age. They can't have alcohol. They can't sign contracts of any kind till they're at least 18. In some cases, you really can't do certain things until you're 21. So why would a 12-year-old have the wherewithal to know that they want to reassign their gender and undergo destructive, irreversible surgeries? Why is the suicide rate 30 times higher for somebody that has changed their gender than those that didn't? Maybe gender dysphoria is not as prevalent as we think, And maybe it should be treated in the real cases that they are as a mental illness rather than the norm. The reprobates in charge in Washington, D.C., if unrepentant, will face God's eternal judgment. I've about had it. With woke politicians, I've about had it with phony conservatives that lie through their teeth every election cycle to sucker you for a vote. I'm sick of voting between the lesser of two evils. And I'm sick of reading about, oh, Bob, we're going to fix it in in November. You just watch. We're going to take the House and the Senate and it's going to be wonderful. I'm sick of it. And in 2024, we'll get the White House, too. The forces of evil stole an election already, so don't count on it. Don't count on it. I've been doing some reading and research, and there's some excellent documentaries coming out. I'm convinced that in the in the state of Georgia, in the state of Michigan, in the state of Wisconsin, in the state of Pennsylvania... And the state of Arizona, the ballot box got stuffed with phony, fraudulent, illegal ballots. And those that stuffed that ballot box have no guilt, no shame, no remorse. They're proud of the evil that they did. Anything to keep power. Anything to keep power. And now this this new division that we see, and I've got a lot of other things I want to share in the program, but I just wanted to open with this today. When you look at what happened here in Florida, where we live part of the year, look what happened here in Florida. The governor signed a bill, and all this bill was saying to those in public education— You don't talk about sexual things to kids under the age of seven. Did you hear that? Age appropriate. Why would any adult want to be talking to a five-year-old about sexuality, especially when that's not their child? Yet Disney, woke Disney, decides this is a terrible thing. Now, the only good one of the good things that came out of this bill you have teachers now in Florida that are resigning their jobs. What do you mean I can't talk about my 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 same sex partner to my to my six year old kids? Looking back when I was coming along and yes, granted, I went to a Christian school from kindergarten. Till pretty much the end of the 8th grade. We moved just before the end of school to a small town in upstate New York, so I finished the last semester of my 8th grade in a junior high school in a small town. But as I look back over my elementary school years, my junior high years, which is 7th, 8th grade, and my high school years, 9, 10, 11, and 12, I knew little or nothing about my teacher's personal life. Knew nothing. I didn't know anything about their spouses. I knew nothing about their backgrounds, and I certainly knew nothing about their sexuality. So why today, 50, 60 years later, is this, this is a something we have to talk about with little children it's perversion it is sickness it is evil it is satanic it is hellbound, it is from the pits of hell trying to grab your child to suck your child down into the pit and what do christian parents do not much make a little noise One of the good things, if you can say there was any good that came out of the pandemic and all the lockdowns, some parents that were too busy in their career lives, you know, too busy making a buck, too, too busy trying to get a McMansion, too busy trying to get another new car, too busy with their social life who have ever paid attention to what was going on in the public school. They're thinking, everything's fine. My kid's getting an education. Yeah, they're getting an indoctrination. And parents, some parents for the first time, had their eyes open. And you had schools saying, we don't want parents observing. Why? Because they know full well what they're doing is evil. They don't want you to see it. They're trying to hide in the darkness. They want to... They want to bring your child into their dark world. They want to indoctrinate them. And as somebody aptly said, and I'm trying to remember who it was, what they are in reality doing, what they are in reality doing, is trying to separate the child from the parents. I can think of many that have done that in history. Adolf Hitler is one. Joseph Stalin is another. Mao Zedong in China is another one. They grab the hearts and the minds and control the children in the cultural revolution in China under Mao Zedong. Children turn their parents in to the state. How many millions probably died in China over those those years? Many. It is all evil of the highest order. And I can't, I can't amplify this enough to you for you to understand. The Democrat Party in the United States of America today has been hijacked. This is not the party of JFK. This is not even the party of Lyndon Johnson, and he wasn't a, a saint by any stretch of the imagination. Another divider... Another divider. We now live in a very precarious time. And as I shared with somebody the other day, those that are trying to destroy the family, those that are destroying they're trying to bring the satanic values into this country, they've been progressing and marching and and taking over institution by institution. And they have gone from two steps forward to one step back to three steps forward and one step back. What do I mean by that? Like I say, let's go back 50 years ago. The beginning of the, and I'm sure it had been tried already, but the real compromising of first collegiate and university educations. Then it crept into high school. Then the junior higher middle schools. Elementary schools. Evil doesn't care how long it takes. Evil is going to get what it wants. The spirit of Antichrist has been here since the time that Jesus walked the face of the earth and has been systematically working the same plan ever since. Unfortunately, too many good church-going people are so busy wanting to have what they want now. They don't have the time to plan for the future. Quick side note, in my years of being a pastor, I would have people say, well, you know, I, don't, I really don't want to spend a whole lot investing in, in this church project or building a new congregation or whatever the case may be, because, you know, I, I'm in my 60s, and I, and I won't see the building done. In other words, I want to see it. I don't want to invest in the future unless I can be a part of it now yet evil will invest money for something that'll occur after they're dead that is a distinctive unfortunately of the christian faith of many that call themselves christians they give not too many look i know the exceptions i get it many give sacrificially from their poverty But too many give from a smaller part of their abundance what what doesn't affect their budget, what won't impact them. Given a choice between paying for the Internet or their church, they'll pay for the Internet or their cable or their satellite or another car or going out to a restaurant. That's the sad truth we live in. But getting back to the topic at hand this process of co-opting institutions. 1972, 50 years ago, All in the Family started. That was breakaway television, the likes we had never seen. Rowan and Martin's laughing a few years before was very tame. Until All in the Family and a few changes on the TV, CBS had been known as the Tiffany Network. Pretty much G-rated stuff prior to that time. And then it all began to change. The morals began to change. And year by year, program by program, network by network, the envelope was pushed to its maximum to see what we can get away with before there is pushback. Then stay at that point for a while, and then as time goes by, push again forward. This is what we've been seeing with network television, the movies, all of our media. And then getting cable TV and satellite can bring you things to your home that could never have been aired on regular over-the-air television. The other day, I'm at a point in life where I seldom, unfortunately, because I can't find anything, listen to most radio stations anymore. And I, I worked in radio all these years, but ah, the cookie cutter formats, the, it, they're, they're just obnoxious. And, but I did put on the radio the other day, just for the fun of it, to see what's going on. I kind of scanned the dial as I was driving out to Okeechobee, Florida, from our home. And, and I hit some radio station playing some kind of music that has the deep, heavy bass and the lyrics that are hard to understand that have all of two or three notes. Somebody just talking, you know, making noise. And I'm hearing some four-letter words buried in this song being played on the public airwaves. Nobody cares anymore. We have lost our moral footing. No wonder abortion is as high as it is. I mean, hey, it's just an inconvenience, so kill it. You have bills that are beginning to look at, you know, even after birth abortion. In some states, they're they're seriously talking about this. You know, get them to birth, and maybe we can harvest some organs. Do you see the wickedness that we're coming into? And like I said... Joe Biden's press secretary, Jen Psaki, was talking about this issue about uh, gender affirming. And this is the very scary statement that she made just the other day. And it's listen carefully. It lasts seven seconds. But they're horrifying.
1: Every major medical association agrees that gender-affirming health care for transgender kids is a best practice and potentially life-saving.
0: Now, just so you understand, gender-affirming health care. Gender-affirming health care in this context means puberty-blocking drugs. It means irreversible surgery. And we're talking young children. We're not talking somebody 18 or 21 or 30. You have the federal government threatening states like Florida, threatening states like Alabama, Oklahoma, and others that are beginning to be concerned about some of these dangers. Number one, we should know by now you cannot trust much of the medical industry anymore. I I I'm really it hurts me to say this. But the medical establishment as we're seeing it today, thanks be to Obama killing our health care, turning it into a business, turning it into a federally regulated disaster. Health care is not what it used to be. We consider aborting a baby health care. Well, the baby died. How is that healthy? How is that healthy? Now we want these same doctors to take your 10 or 12-year-old, put them on puberty blockers, then cut them apart and alter them forever. But they'll never change the gen- their genetics. Leah Thompson, who is not a girl, the swimmer, is still a male. Giving somebody hormones does not change your gender. You have a mental illness or you're a sicko wanting to be a winner in a sport you were losing at as a guy. Remember, before Leah became Leah Th- uh, Thomas, guy swam for two years as a mediocre swimmer for Penn State. Then went on hormone treatment and suddenly became Leah Thompson. Then you have NBC. Of course, the pictures are always airbrushed to make him look a little more like a she. It's called trick photography. You're being played. And now the President of the United States, whether he has the mental capacity anymore to even think for himself to a degree, maybe he still can. I think Joe Biden, who claims to be a good practicing Catholic, well, you know, I'm not here to debate Roman Catholicism, and I'm not going to try. But I do know, Mr. Biden, that your church teaches that life begins at conception, and abortion is a mortal sin. And you still want to fund it, which makes you a participant in murder. And the Bible says the unrepentant murderer will never see the kingdom of God. So you can play with your little rosary all you want. I could care less. You can go to you can go to Mass and and take a wafer and pretend that God has fixed everything for the moment, and that when you die you'll be going to heaven. You're deceived. You're also beginning to see now that you've been corrupt for a long time. You sold out the American people. You sold out the United States, all for a profit. How does a guy making a hundred and some odd thousand dollars a year own millions of dollars in real estate in Delaware? Why was your son paying all your bills? Did you sell the influence you had as a United States senator and then as the vice president for eight years? <laughs> it appears that you did. As a side note, don't be surprised if he has to pardon his own son and brother, James Biden, his brother, and, and, and his boy Hunter. I see that coming. I really do. Sooner than later, But what Jen Sackey said, let me just play it one more time. I want you to really grasp this because it should be chilling. Every major
1: medical association agrees that gender-affirming health care for transgender kids is a best practice and potentially life-saving.
0: I want to know what major medical associations and perhaps even medical universities and schools and, and associations of medical professionals and doctors... I want to know which ones truly believe that some young child has the wherewithal and the ability to make such a monumental decision at a young age. And why they consider it life-saving when we know that those that go through the gender change surgery are 30 times more likely, I've even heard numbers, 40 times more likely to be suicide victims and those that don't go through the surgery. It doesn't fix everything. And I think in some cases we have a bunch of frauds out there, like Leah Thomas, wanting to be, I think they're so delusional that they need to be a winning swimmer that they will do anything to be a winner. These people need, they need help. They need mental help. So you have the federal government beginning to kind of lay the gauntlet down to these states that this gender-affirming stuff is real science. Well, we know how real science is played out. It's phony, it's fake, it's fraud, it's political, it's sick, and it's for a profit. Follow the money. We're not following science now. We're following money. We're following an agenda. And this is becoming even scarier by the day. And we're so busy because of the pandemic, and we're so distracted by, you know, what was it, a week and a half, two weeks ago, whatever it was, Will Smith slapping somebody. Whoopee! I would never have known that they even had the Oscars event had it not been in the news that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. I mean, why should any of us care? But see, while we were so busy with that, oh, by the way, there was a, a big world leader, government leadership conference in, in Dubai that you probably should have paid attention to. There's a lot coming out of the World Economic Forum. And you got to remember, they have 1,400 graduates over the past years that are now in high places in government all over the world. Including the man child of Canada. Justin, I'm a dictator now, Trudeau. Very vile individual. These are the ones that want to separate you, if you're a parent, from your child. They want, they want the child to be dependent upon government, to speak for government and not think for themselves. These are the same schools that are working to groom your child to be questioning and rejecting their faith in Jesus Christ. Now, with that said, let me share something from Matthew's gospel, just a few verses here from chapter 18. At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus saying, "'Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven?' And Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them, in other words, his disciples, and said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. Whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child, the same, is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoso shall receive one such as little child in my name receiveth me. Let's look at verse 6, 7, and 8 real quick. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones who believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe unto the world because of offenses, for it must needs be that offenses come, but woe unto that man by whom the offense cometh." I'm telling you, what we see Disney doing, what we see even many, of, look, the TV programs you could trust to your kids and grandkids years ago, many of them are gone. Many of them are bringing in this this same-sex marriage agenda. Why should Blue's Clues or other programs be heading in that direction? Why should we be sexualizing young children? And why should the White House be pushing such an evil antichrist agenda? And where's it all gonna end? Listen. I need to take a break. I really do. And I wanna thank all of you that have done so much to keep this program on the radio. I appreciate all the emails you send and and the letters that you write. It means more to me than you will ever know. I'm hearing from Canada. I've had several uh, letters from Canada and a, and a number of emails of late. And if you wanna help share this ministry please do with your friends airtime is not free there is a cost that needs to be covered and right now we are looking at the best and most effective ways of reaching as many as possible by the way the podcast is growing that's good news But I don't want to be dependent upon the podcasting, and I'll I'll explain why after the break, and then I've got some other things to share that are very important. If you believe in the ministry, and if you can help us financially, would you consider making a check payable to Ancient Word Radio? That's Ancient Word Radio. The mailing address, Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248, That's 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248 in Crestview. One word, Crestview, Florida. And the zip code is 32536. That zip code again is 32536. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The Touch of Thomas
1: coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn. your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on getting a special free gift you're going to get in love in a moment. Now, upon hearing the first reports of the resurrection, the Apostle Thomas said, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where their nails were, and put my hand in his side, I will not believe. Well, a week later, Messiah appeared to Thomas and said to him, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. And Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. It's a real touching scene, literally. And touching is the key. You see, touching is important. Touching the Lord is important. And touching the Lord as Thomas touched the Lord is crucial. You see, Thomas doubted. And so the Lord said, in effect, touch me. He didn't just explain to Thomas why he should believe. He said, touch me. And when Thomas touched the Lord, he stopped doubting. We have to do the same. See, the Lord doesn't say, hide your doubts or repress your doubts or pretend you don't have them. Shame on you for having them. He says, bring your doubts to me. Reach out with them. Reach out with your doubts. Touch me. Don't hide them in the dark. Bring them out to the light. Don't let your doubts keep and separate you from me. Come to me with them. Approach me with them. Touch me with your doubts and let my hand touch your doubts and they'll disappear. Come to me and you'll see. You have doubts? Learn from doubting Thomas. Really, it's unfair to call him doubting. He ended up very much believing. And why? Because he approached the Lord with his doubts and touched him. You do the same, my friend. Touch the Lord with your doubt and he'll touch you with faith while more ask for touching God. Now imagine being plugged into a special line that lets you in on future events, the news behind the news and biblical prophecy, updates on Israel and what you need to know as an end time believer plus teachings and strength for every day of your week and the incredible mystery of the temple door is all free. You'll love it. How do you get all this? Just remember Jesus' Hebrew name Yeshua and dial it. Just dial 1-800-YESHUA 1. Call now. 1-800-YESHUA 1. I invite you to join with me in reaching the unreached peoples of the world in the most incredible way from Moscow to Madagascar to Jerusalem just call now 1-800-YESHUA1 Y-E-S-H-U-A-1 or write me direct the nice Jewish boy box 1111 in Lodi L-O-D-I New Jersey 07644. that's box 1111 Lodi New Jersey 076 44 till next time this is Jonathan Khan saying Shalom Aleichem peace be to you my friend and Messiah Roeha Tov the Good Shepherd,
0: this is truth to ponder. With Bob Beerman. Everybody knows when you go to the show, you can't take the kids along. You've got to read the paper and know the code of G, P, G, and R, and X. And you've got to know what the movie's about before you even go. Tech Ritter's gone, and Disney's dead, and the screen is filled with sex. It is hard to believe that song is, well, getting near 50 years old, recorded about 49 years ago. Statler Brothers, whatever happened to Randolph Scott. This battle, this battle to corrupt our children has been with us since the spirit of Antichrist was walking on the face and is walking on the face of this earth. And we have to recognize it. And over these years, especially here in the United States, as we have let our guard down, as we have cheapened our Christian faith and walked away from holiness and godliness, this this is the product of that disobedience to an almighty God. You have, as I said going into the break, you have these medical associations thinking it's a wonderful thing to use puberty blockers on little children to stop their maturing and life-altering, life-destroying, these affirming surgeries are irreversible. We don't let children have alcohol to their 21 because we have decided as a society that somebody that is 14 or 15 does not have the mental capacity to make such decisions. How many 12 and 13 year olds can just go out and get married? Oh, well, Bobby can't, they can't do that. Yeah, but we want them to be able to tell their parents that I want to be a little girl or a little boy. And we are supposed to affirm that. This is absolute delusional madness a scale like I've never seen this week by the way is what is often called in the church holy week we are at that time between palm sunday and easter the celebration of the resurrection of jesus christ oh well, later this week maybe on friday i'm going to share some thoughts i've shared it over the years you know how this week may have played out Some things that I think we've misunderstood, but truly it is a time that you have to remember. It was just a matter of days that the people in, in Jerusalem were shouting, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. And just a matter of days screaming, crucify him, crucify him. We'll talk about that a little later this week. Today, my my focus is on the children, and the focus is on how this world is changing. As I said in the first half, if you're just joining, the powers of evil that are trying to grab your children started with the two step forward, one step back. In other words, they win two little victories, then they have to concede one, and every parent and every Christian, hey, we won, we won. We're going to win the House in 2022 and the Senate now, uh, yeah, whatever. We'll get the White House in 2024. 50 years this year I've been voting. It's two steps forward, one step back. Of late, I really believe it's been three steps forward and maybe one step back. And at the rate we're going, it'll be four steps forward and we'll be thankful and and screaming victory with one step back we are moving at an ever-increasing pace. Ever-increasing pace. And I think in many ways, we are getting to the point of no return. The pandemic, as I said, showed us several things. Number one, people are afraid of dying. And they'll do anything that their government says to protect them. They'll... Wear a face covering. They'll stay at home. They'll lose their business, their savings, and everything because they, we must stay home and stay safe. I got so sick and tired of seeing these things on you know social media. Hey, put this little frame around your, around your profile picture. Stay home. Stay safe. Or I'm vaccinated. We can do this. And on this program, we went out on a limb. I just felt very, very strongly about this. That something about these so-called vaccines were not what they were being billed to be. I just felt early on there was something wrong with these these products and how they came to market. And the more we, <laughs> the more many people, including myself and others, started to look into this, the more strange the story kept getting. And we still have people in government. Hey, for a while they were talking, li- they were literally talking about booster shots every three or four months. I believe that many that were pushing this were naive and loved their power and thought they were doing, quote, God's service. And they, some are beginning to see the light, but not most. Now at least they're talking in terms of, you know, like the annual flu shot kind of thing. Everybody needs to get it. But here's here's the sad news. Those that are, you know, had their three shots they seem to be having more trouble with the virus than those that had no shots. The promise back in early 2021, get vaccinated so you don't come down with the virus. Remember that? Let's go back to December of 2020. Get vaccinated and then you'll be corona proof you'll be virus proof then you can have your life back get vaccinated and the symptoms will be lower because see we discovered it's not preventing people from getting the virus at all so they made the claim it 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 minimizes your symptoms so why is it mandated but i digress Get vaccinated you can take off your face covering. Get vaccinated. You know and the evidence every month gets worse and worse and worse. Get vaccinated. Why? We see in England now a trend. And the trend is so bad they're no longer publishing certain data. The raw data they were publishing Honestly, for quite a long time, since the beginning of the vaccine process in 2020, until now, there is a trend, and this trend is horrifying. You're more likely to come down with the virus, be in the hospital for the virus, or die of the virus, if you're vaccinated, fully boosted, than if you never had the vaccine at all. And that is destroying the narrative. We're also seeing something else happening. And this is alarming for those that are in the the boosted group. It appears that the ability of your body to have a legitimate immune system is, is being suppressed. Even in young people, we see... We see this 80 percent, I think it was, I'm going to double check that number, but I'm pretty certain it was an 80 percent rise in all case mortality that has nothing to do with the virus in younger people. How many, how many of you remember being in high school and having children or your football players uh, dying on the field of heart attacks? I don't remember that. I'm sure that it happened, but not at the scale it's happening today. People are talking about having defibrillators in elementary schools. How many kids have heart attacks at elementary school? Apparently, that's the new thing. we're being We're being groomed to believe that, yes, and I saw this as an ad coming out of the CDC of all things, you know, like a public service announcement. Yes. Even little children can have heart attacks and strokes. Was that on the radar screen two years ago? Nope, it wasn't. But it certainly is today, and that should be frightening to all of you, that we even talk about such things today. I I really believe that, and let let me see if I can get this so you can understand it. There is a satanic plan out there which is destructive on many levels. What is, the, what is Satan's desire to kill and destroy? Kill and destroy. And also to take over your child. I mean, when schools in Florida are having people that are quitting teaching because they can't talk about their sexual life to your little seven-year-old. They're hurt. They're feeling so bad we can't... I can't talk about my male lover, and I'm a guy. I didn't even know anything about the wives or husbands of any of my teachers when I was growing up. It was none of my business, and it was not... They were too busy teaching, not sharing their life experience. What is... What does your sexuality and your vacation have to do with my education? This is where we're getting into some real trouble. The world, I just, I've been feeling something, and I'll be talking about this probably tomorrow or Thursday. I'm not sure which day. God is really talking to my wife and I, and that we feel this nudging to be prepared for a very different time than we've ever experienced before. The economic crisis of 2008 will be nothing. What we saw in the 1960s and into the 1970s as... Uh, movies became more crude. And look at the 49 or 50 years of the descending movie trend. Now, if you want to have a movie become a hit, it's got to be R-rated and full of you know F-bombs and bad language and violence. You can't tell a story anymore without sex and violence and crude language. And that's become the norm. And, and how, many, how many parents allow those kind of movies into their homes? They don't. I mean, people don't go to the theater like they used to. We have direct video now. We, we can watch it at home. We can now stream it. And how many, how many 10, 11, 12, and 13-year-olds are exposed to this guttural, awful language and sexual content? And parents don't care. It's become the norm in many a home, even so-called Christian homes. And like I said, we have an administration in Washington, D.C. that is all for the corruption and destruction of your child. Because the medical establishment says it's life-affirming. We need to be gender-affirming. If, if Jill wants to become John or John wants to become Jill and they're, you know, 12 years old, who are we to get in the way? Can John, who's 12, marry Mary, who's 10? I don't think so. But we can let them choose their gender when they don't have the mental capacity to understand it. Listen, I can remember my my one granddaughter wishing she could be a mermaid. Should have I cut her legs off and spliced on fins? Oh, you can't do that. But if my granddaughter decided she wanted to be a grandson, I'm supposed to affirm that today? This is the reprobate mind. This is the delusional mind warned about in Scripture. We are seeing it in the highest of places. We have abandoned the tenets of Scripture, God's hand of protection, that used to keep this from coming full onslaught is pulled back by our own lack of obedience. This is what is called Holy Week. And I'll talk about it, like I say, a little bit more. But I want to remind you what I just said a little bit ago. How fast, how fast the crowd went from, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord to crucify him. Just days just days and I think in our, our nation today we have a bunch of weakling so called Christians that have no real commitment to the faith at all they're not going to stand up to ungodliness what is the Bible what does Jesus say oh faithful and prefers generation how long shall I be with you how long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. Talking to somebody whose son was vexed. Literally called a lunatic. In other words, they were, they were either suffering satanic mental illness or delusion. And Jesus rebuked the devil, is what the Bible says. And that devil departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. You know, we we, we are seeing, I think, in this nation, you can laugh at me. I don't care. It doesn't hurt my feelings one way or the other. You You can write me nasty grams saying, so you believe in the Sky Fairy. I don't care what you think. I really don't. I care that you get right with God but that's, I can't change what you want to do. That's up to you. What I'm seeing today, when you, when you think about what this, let's go back to Matthew 17 here real quick. Let me just start the whole, let me just read this whole passage. And when they were come to the multitude There came unto him a certain man, kneeling down unto him, saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and sore vexed. For oft times he he falleth into the fire and oft into the water. And I bought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Okay, let's stop right there. Uh, Jesus, your disciples, the ones you're teaching, They couldn't do anything for him. And then Jesus says, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And did Jesus, what did he do? Verse 18, he rebuked the devil and he departed out of him and the child was cured from that very hour. Now, I want to stop right there and I'm going to pick up in just a moment, but I want to stop here and let you understand something. Look at some of the young people today. Look at some of the young people today. And parents allowing all these metal piercings all over their faces, obscene language to just drop out of their mouth. No respect for their elders, no respect for others, and they live on their devices. Am I right? They are opening their minds, they're opening their hearts and their souls to a demonic realm. You have perverted, pred- you know, predators, pedophiles coming trying to groom these children. In places like Disney, these these people at Disney that are so angry, some may quit their jobs. I hope they do. And why would Disney go into this this satanic wokeness? Why would why would they be all for this affirmation that these little kids should learn all about this sexual stuff? What's in it? Why would they do that? That's a perversion. That is satanic. That is evil. And I see these young people today. Yeah, I know some of the terrible things young people did when I was you know, 50-some-odd years ago, but not on a scale that we're seeing today. There's something horribly different and horribly wrong. And then came the disciples to Jesus. This is, this is verse 19. Why could we not cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, now listen to this carefully. Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have the faith as a grain of a mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit this kind go out, not except by prayer and fasting. And then he says that the Son of Man shall be betrayed into the hands of men. And they shall kill him, and the third day he shall be raised again. See, this is, this is the week we remember all of these things. Jesus' ministry on this earth and his redemptive plan of salvation being fulfilled. And, and we who are believers are going to have to recognize we are entering a different time. The world as we know it is not going to continue. If you you need to discern what I said earlier in the program, it is like for the evil in our world, for those that want to tell your child that he can choose their gender and sex and, and you have this being taught in the schools and you ought to know there's something wrong when these teachers and so-called counselors say, "Now don't tell your parents, this is our little secret." because your parents wouldn't understand, but we do. And we're here to affirm and help you in achieving what you want. Look, here where we live in Florida, I'm thankful for the governor we have, but I'm, I'm, I don't think our state, like any other state, has a trustworthy public education system. I've watched, I've watched kids that I know graduate high school we they wouldn't have gotten out of the ninth grade when I, you know 54 years ago for me with what they allow these kids to do they just promote them and promote them and promote them and some learn a few things but they're not proficient in others they don't finish their work they don't have to they always find a way to shove them through and and so many have a warp view of the world. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it in my life. And in some school systems, it's worse and worse. And don't think because you live in some small town in South Carolina or Virginia or Tennessee, well, our schools are exempt from that. Well, I know there are a few that are, that haven't been thoroughly destroyed. But then I've been in some districts in some of these wonderful southern towns, and you realize that these administrators paid six-figure salaries and the new crop of teachers that are getting into these schools they have an agenda and it's going to impact your child don't assume that your school is forever safe even in a small town even in a Shall we say, I, I, don't, I don't want to make this political, but even in a very red county, in other words, a conservative county, don't assume your school is safe. I'm beginning to see the evidence that many are not. We know, like I say, in the big cities and some of the, uh, you know, especially in the bluest areas of the country, your schools. Are, are damaging your children to the lowest common denominator they can they can teach to. We as Christians, and I'll be talking about this this week, during this Holy Week, we have to get serious about what we can do and and what God is calling us to do. I know for my wife and I we are really feeling a nudging to get very active in certain aspects of ministry we've never been active in before. Oh, I'll continue doing the radio show as long as this door is open and God wants me to do it. Of course I will. But we as Christians are going to have to develop our own community. Look, the pandemic shut down a lot of churches in a lot of places. Even in so-called conservative counties, your blue or purple state, even some so-called red states your governor shut you down. You couldn't worship. Don't you know the church is a killer? But protesting for George, George Floyd, well, that, that doesn't hurt anything. It, it, it should be indicative to you, you were lied to and you were used. So we're gonna, we really need to start becoming solid in our faith and start listening to that still voice of our almighty god. Like I say, the this this leftist ideology is spawned from the pits of hell that comes after your child to to have them be peer pressured into thinking maybe I'm the wrong sex or gender. And why should children be sexualized? Jesus said it best for those that try to pervert our children it is better that there be a a millstone put around their neck and they all be drowned in the sea hell awaits them hell awaits them look do you believe in the ministry of truth to ponder keep us on radio if you do would you make a check payable to ancient word radio ancient word radio Our mailing address, 5753 Highway 85 North. 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248, number 3248. We are in Crestview. Crestview is one word, Crestview, Florida. And the zip code is 32536. You can also find out more and support us from our website. Until tomorrow, may God richly bless you. This has been Truth to Ponder